Welcome to the City Rev Life podcast. My name is Angelica and with me is Pastor Roby and we are doing a new series on empathy. And so um, we're going to start this series on empathy and then we're going to maybe weave it into a few topics, right? Yep. We're going to kick off this series. So today we're talking about empathy and then this series we're talking about empathy. But I think along the way, we're hoping to kind of come back to this and weave it into a couple other uh, series as well. So talking about the overall concept and the power of it, kind of an overview in this series, but get really practical uh, along the way and kind of down the road. Okay, so that'll look like empathy in your city, empathy in your home, maybe empathy in your workplace. Right? Yep, and relationships. I mean, it's one of those things that's such a core concept that I think uh, weaves into pretty much every relationship that we're in and every sphere that we're in. And it the payoff is humongous. So if there's uh, one core skill that we could focus on, this is one of one of the biggies. So let's just jump right into it. Now, mm-hmm. where in scripture would you find this topic on empathy? Yeah, so let's let's jump right in and we'll dig into uh, the scripture. I want to take us to the Sermon on the Mount. It's one of there's one verse in there that might be one of the most famous verses in all of history. I mean, it is it's very very famous. It's the golden rule. And it's, but it's one of those that it's so famous, so profound that uh, sometimes we, we don't just stop and meditate on it. We kind of take it for granted. So let me read it and then we'll backtrack a little bit. So this is Matthew seven, verse 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them for this is the law and the prophets. So, you know, that famous verse, whatever you would have someone do to you, you do that to them. And it's that it's the golden rule. In fact, you could ask probably most people in our culture, they could probably quote that and for good reason, but I don't want to just cherry pick this out of the Sermon on the Mount. Let's just get some context. The Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is the most profound sermon mm-hmm. in history. It is, it contains so many of the famous uh, quotes of Jesus. It's got the Beatitudes in it. It's got the Lord's Prayer in it. It's got you know the whole thing about take the don't try and take the speck out of someone's eye if you've got the plank in your eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many of these. You've heard the phrase uh, "walking the straight and narrow." Don't build your house on the sand. Build it on the rock. I mean, all of those things are from the Sermon on the Mount, and Matthew records it in detail. And it it is just an absolute game changer. This this sermon. And so um, to give an overview, basically Jesus' sermon is essentially answering this question. How good do you have to be to get to heaven? That's the big idea of this sermon. So he starts off with the, with the Beatitudes and his very opening line of the entire sermon is, um, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So he says, start off realizing you are spiritually bankrupt that's the start. He'll then go through this passage and say, listen, you're, he's like, I'm not here to change the law or the prophets at all. I'm not going to change one jot or tittle as sometimes it's, it's re- recorded. I'm not changing one tiny letter of it. He says, um, I'm here to fulfill it. And then he says, your righteousness has to exceed that of the Pharisees. So how good do you have to be to get to heaven? He says, you have to be basically perfect. You have to follow the law perfect. And then what he goes on to do in the Sermon on the Mount is he's going to then teach through all of these things. Um, uh, he talks about anger, lust, divorce, oaths, uh, retaliation, judge, being judgmental, loving your enemies. I mean, he talks about all these things. And by the time he's done with the Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. there is no one that's like, 
oh, good, I'm good enough to get to heaven. Like, oh, made it. You know, no one's checking all of those boxes. I mean, he talks about everyone says um, uh, that you love, love your friends. He says, bad people love their friends. He says, I'm telling you to love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. I mean, it, it is when he's talking about holiness, he is defining what it means. This is like the quintessential exposition of what it means to be holy. He's like, it's basically Jesus's exposition of the entire Old Testament, all the law. This is Jesus saying that this is the son of God saying, this is what holiness looks like. This is what God requires. He gets to the very end of the Sermon on the Mount and he gives that illustration of, he says, it's a straight and narrow path. Like few are going to make it, i.e. nobody but Jesus. And then he says, so your house is, is, is it built on the rock or on the sand? How's your righteousness doing? Because when the storm of God's judgment comes, are you going to be able to stand? And everyone says, oh, wow, I'm built on the sand. What do I do? And we're basically looping back again to the very beginning where we realize we're spiritually bankrupt. His entire sermon gets us to where he opens the sermon and it sets us up to need a savior. Okay. That's the context of the Sermon on the Mount. You follow me so yes, far? Yes, I do. So then we, the golden rule is at the crescendo of this sermon. As he's been going through all these things, he talks about generosity. He talks about the fasting. He talks about storing up treasures in heaven. He talks about not being anxious, not judging people, um, bringing your requests to God in faith. He talks about all of these different parts of morality and, uh, and righteousness and holiness. And his final crescendo is Matthew 7, verse 12, when he says, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. After that, that's right towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he gives a couple concluding illustrations and parables, and then he wraps up his sermon. So all of this exposition of the law and holiness, it's crescendoing into the golden rule. So when we just picked out the golden rule, like, wow, this is profound. Yes, it's profound. And Jesus basically says this summarize, this one statement summarizes the entire law and prophets. Whatever you want someone to do to you, you do that to them. If you follow that, you will be, if you can, if you follow that, you will be faithfully living out. That's a simplification of basically holiness in general. And so, yes, it's, it's a famous verse, but even in context of Sermon on the Mount and what Jesus is accomplishing in this sermon, this is a core, core uh, axiom for, for holiness, for, for living out your life. This, th there's, this is titled the golden rule for good reason. So what's awesome about this is just not a verse or a trendy phrase that Jesus was saying. This was basically a summary of the, the, the scriptures, the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Where in history was this also taught? Yeah, so I, I think that's an important question. If this is, and I think we should anticipate that, if Jesus is basically encapsulating a concept that is that fundamental and that core mm -hmm. to morality, we should expect someone else has stumbled across it at some point in history. Mm -hmm. And so there's actually interestingly a, a version of this that Confucius actually spoke about 500 years before the time of Jesus. Um, and uh, again, that doesn't 
that's not weird. Um, it's it, there's truth. God's truth is is discovered all over. Um, there's elements of God's truth that that people have found all, all the time. But Confucius, uh, he he said it a little bit different. He said it like this: Whatever you do not want people to do to you, don't do to others. So it, it's a it's a different. It's kind of the negative version mm-hmm. of that. So like, hey, if I don't want to be punched in the face, you know, actually, I don't like being punched in the face. I'll restrain myself from punching people in the face. That's good wisdom um, and, a, and a good axiom to kind of think about it. But what is interesting is Jesus' version is far more robust because taking Confucius's version, the kind of the negative of it, that will lead people correctly to restraint. Mm-hmm. So like I will hold back from doing things you don't like, but Jesus is taking it even more thoroughly. When God is teaching it, he's actually teaching the positive which is even more profound because it's not just, I'm not going to do things you don't like. I am going to learn to anticipate things that you, that you will appreciate. And so that actually doesn't just bring me to restraint. That's going to bring me to proactivity. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to actually have to take action. You follow me? Yeah. So the, so what Jesus is saying here is truly profound. I mean, that, that means like, wow, I appreciate it when someone is sacrificial to me. Well, that means I'm going to be sacrificial for them. Wow, I appreciate when someone is generous to me. That means a lot. So I'm going to be generous with them. I appreciate when someone, uh, when a friend protects me, when someone's trustworthy, when someone's loyal, when someone's patient with me. I mean, this kind of, uh, this anticipation brings all like all kinds of of uh, positive activity out you know i i mean i appreciate it when when someone is full of joy so i want to be full of joy so th- this brings out a, a, an activity and when you think about what jesus is saying here really this golden rule that is basically the encapsulation of empathy because you, you think about it like this to, to follow the golden rule I have to get inside the mind of someone else. I have to get inside the mind of, okay, my coworker, what would I want someone to do for me if as a coworker? Well, I bet then my coworker would appreciate it if I did this for them. I'm getting inside their mind. Like, okay, my friend is going through a difficult time. Maybe they're going through grief or they're going through sorrow or they're going through a a trial, physical pain, a medical issue, financial issue. In order to follow the golden rule, I have to enter into them. Like if I was them, what would I want to be done to me? So to follow the golden rule, basically, if you look at it like this, Jesus is giving us the formula for empathy or empathy is our modern word to basically describe someone who knows how to follow the golden rule. They know how to enter into someone and anticipate, wow, if I was them, this is what I would want. I mean, think about this. One of the key things we're going to talk about in the series is how really empathy is the cornerstone, the foundation for emotional intelligence, EQ, something that we all want to grow in. Well, to have self-awareness, to be emotionally intelligent, I have to anticipate, man, when someone else comes across like this to me, I don't like it. So I don't want to come across to them because I'm sure they don't like it. it it's the, the capacity, the golden rule requires the capacity to enter into 
that person's mindset, life experience, um, current circumstances, and to anticipate, appreciate, try to understand what it's like to enter into the, that and then to do it. Yeah. And so that that's the, that's really, I mean, this is such a foundational concept. The golden rule is basically Jesus, his description of morality. Empathy is kind of a modern term that's describing this is someone who, someone who's empathetic, someone who's good at empathy is someone who knows how to follow the golden rule. And what Jesus says is basically the golden rule is that big of a deal. It's the summary of the law and the prophets. It's the summary of the Old Testament. It is the encapsulation of holiness. It is if you have the righteousness of God in your life, you're going to live it out with this very, very simple formula. And that just shows you the brilliance of Jesus as a teacher. He can take something so complex and transcendent as holiness and righteousness and bring it down to one simple truth of the golden rule. Do to others what, you're, what you would want to be done to you. That's essentially empathy. And, and that's just, and it's something that we teach our kids, right? It's something that's sure. something very simple we teach our kids. And how much would life be better if that's something that we would have, right? Mm -hmm. Emotional intelligence. Yep. Now, with that being said, like, how would that look like in the real world? How do, how do you practice that? Sure. And I think that's what we're going to spend these next um, few series working this out practically. You know, there's just unending ways this plays out. This plays out at work this plays out in leadership you know and being able to anticipate the needs of those people man if i this is what i've experienced with a boss so i don't want to be that type yeah. of boss you mm -hmm. know this is the type of boss i would like to have so i want to do that for those that i lead okay so that it plays out in leadership it plays out in in serving a boss hey this is what i i would appreciate if i was in leadership i'm going to do this for my leaders i mean it it's it's uh, undergirds so much of that. It's friendship. It plays out in friendship. Play, it plays out hugely. So critical in marriage. So mm -hmm. critical in parenting. So critical in so many different ways. And so, um, and that's what we want to tease out. But maybe just to kind of wrap up for today, maybe what we can we can work out is just maybe one one practice for today. So for one practice is take someone in your life. It could be uh, ideally someone you're close to, someone maybe that's been on your mind for one reason or another. Uh, maybe your spouse, maybe one of your children. Maybe it's that person that you are really struggling with right now. Maybe mm -hmm. it's that that coworker that you're gonna see later this week that you're like, oh, you know. Maybe it's maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's an aging parent, a sibling um, that that you're reconnecting with. Whatever. Take one person that is in your life that is heavy on your heart right now for one reason, or maybe a good reason or a bad reason, and practice this, this golden rule thinking. If I was in their circumstance, just take some time, maybe after, after this podcast, take five, 10 minutes, think maybe you're driving in your car, you're, you're exercising right now. Just take a few minutes prayerfully, because this is not just this is not just like a, a, a leadership principle. This is not just self-help. This is not just motivational speaking. This is Jesus saying this summarizes holiness. So this is a very spiritual, very practical, but very spiritual. Prayerfully say, okay, let me enter into what they're walking through. If it's your spouse, like, hey, if, if our lives were reversed, what would it be like to be um, my husband or my wife? It, it maybe think about your kids. And sometimes we, we are so in rhythm with our relationship with our kids, we, we don't actually enter into what's their life like? 
Mm-hmm. Um, your aging parents, you, you, they're in a season of life that you're not in yet. What must it be like? Try to ask yourself, what must it be like to be in that, that position? Maybe it's that, that friend you're struggling with uh, or that coworker that drives you crazy. Just take some time, try and get in their life experience, get in their current circumstances, and try to say, if I was them, if I was in their shoes, what, what would I be feeling? Just practice that golden rule, practice that empathy, take some time and, and think through it, meditate on it. Because what we want is that to not only become a, an intentional habit, but that to become a reflex. So I, I think that'd be the good takeaway. Just practice it, pick one person and spend some time meditating on that for today. And that is so good, you know, especially going into the new year, uh, we're thinking of resolutions, that this is something that we can do uh, for the beginning of the year. Well, I hope this was a really good podcast for you, something that you can learn and take away with just practicing empathy. Uh, We're gonna continue the series next week, and until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.